1: Do you want to give your women a hard time?
2: Erections. Really, do you people think we're so shallow that the only way to get us to listen is using a sultry voice? Let me tell you how thinking men are dealing with their erections. Enzyte. It's true. Millions of men rely on Enzite brands knowing they'll be ready to stand and deliver a confident performance anytime, every time. That's huge. Just one capsule a day, sort of like a vitamin you take once a day, is all it takes for strong peak male enhancement. Hurry, if you call now, you can score a special Enzite trial pack for the sack and receive a 10-day sample of Ogaplex for the ultimate male experience free with your order. Call now for the most powerful erections imaginable with the enzyme Trial Pack for the Sack. Call 1-800-993-5250 or go to SmilingBob.com. 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 These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. Free trial requires via life enrollment with future auto shipments. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast.
3: Uh-huh. A place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind.
4: You don't know how I feel.
3: And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I am Kristen Carney, an amazing... Beautiful No I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kristen. I'm a comic and um <laughs> s- wannabe actor. And of course with me is Marnie, the awesome wing girl and best selling author. Yes, I love it. It's gotta feel
0: good. It does Every feel time freaking she says good. That. Yeah. It does. Especially since so many yeah. publishing companies did not want to publish publish me at first. So I'm like, screw that, I'm doing it on my own. And then Boom! Yeah. Bestseller, best seller.
1: screw you, screw them
5: publishers. Yeah. Eat it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. Haley,
1: best-selling hey.
5: actress. Yeah, best-selling tons of things on the internet. <laughs> right. Check me out. Star names only. No, seriously, do it. <laughs> and
1: of course, Mo.
4: Oh hi.
5: The man producer. Guys, I was just talking
1: about oh, how Mo oh, yeah. has so many Twitter followers. It's disgusting me now. I mean, he doesn't have tons. I mean, he's you've a like thousand. lapped
5: us, Mo, but so, he has but a lot.
0: Like how fast he's grown
1: in
5: right. his Twitter
0: followers. So, so
1: I have a <laughs> I have a little competition I'm starting. So um, we want to beat Mo and Twitter followers. Yeah. So follow us at Ask Women Podcast. You, you just gave a lot of people the incentive if to now wanna, follow Mo. If you want, <laughs> I, to I know
6: follow, at Mo Darwich yes.
1: <laughs> it's not at Mo Darwich It's at Du Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's where he is. But. Um, yeah, so, but we have on our Twitter, we've gotten a lot of um, guys tweeting about how they've bought things on Amazon. They did, but for us. But the contest is over. I know the contest is over, but it's still okay. They're showing us that they're doing this, which is amazing for us because it helps us stay on oh, the air. I absolutely. mean, let's face it. This business is all about the money. <laughs>
5: yeah. Well, let's face it, so that's nothing, nothing why we're for doing free free this. Okay. Yeah. So and when now, you get on there and you order,
1: it helps us be free for you. Yeah, these three booties, we got to keep it free for. I don't know. Anyway, so we got to keep them
0: tight and lift yeah, it and yeah. so we can sit on these yeah. chairs. Properly. And of course,
1: you'll find you'll find the Amazon banner on our podcast one page. So and what is the link
0: for that page? It is
1: podcast1.com backslash ask dash women. Bingo. There's so many like different combinations. I never combinations. know forwards. No, I think it is forwards. No, it's never, backslash. Okay. I never know. That's why I always oh, I don't know
0: what backslash or forward slash
1: is. I always hesitate there because I never know if it's backslash <laughs> or forward slash and then I stutter because I'm trying to figure it out and I should know this by this age.
0: You got it. Yeah. But and so should it. the people who are listening,
5: they should know. We don't have to ever right. have to repeat that just sentence again. Just freaking
1: google ask women and you'll go to and Exactly. And then
5: bookmark that. shit bookmark it. So then you can just go in and order straight Since from you
1: probably don't read like real books and don't have real books Bookmarks. At least have one <laughs> bookmark and have it on your computer for our page. Yes,
5: yes. there you
0: go. I yeah. like it. Wait, yeah. so what are they showing you on Twitter? What are they so bought?
1: So someone, I mean, I can't remember exactly, but there was a tweet. Someone had like they took a picture of their computer, like a screenshot, and it was uh, the Ask women like, "Why am I not?" Banner. I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah, they were clicking. You could see their little mouse thing clicking ah. on the "Ask Women" Amazon banner, and then and then someone sent a picture of like the items that they bought.
6: And,
0: what? I am I on that all guys. the time. How do I not see this stuff? Maybe yeah, I'm got, not looking hard enough. Yeah, you gotta. Well, how have, so. have
6: about this we do a contest now and we'll do it for the month of September the person that said gets the highest amount that spends the most, they could come on the show and all four of us will give them advice. Oh, I love that. Yeah.
5: I like that. Well, we could
0: have them
1: as you a You even have an
5: alias if you want. Yeah. Yes. Be, but this does name.
0: not take away from the initial contest of we have to beat Mo on Twitter. So no. like, don't get too confused with all the contests yeah. being thrown out yes. right at you.
6: And for all my men out there who want to support me, do At Mo Darwich, <laughs>
5: Come on, boys. At Douche Darwich, At Douche, <laughs> at douche so
0: going to be an account set up <laughs> Who do you really Dish love,
5: guys
0: Listen to Mo. Come is it on. for
5: this
1: floppy penis or is it for <laughs> floppy? I don't know. I like the word
5: floppy. It's, it's, hard.
6: Hard.
1: it's like elephant ears. I don't know. Be- not not that big. but
6: It's like a beagle, like a beagle's ears.
0: <gasps> yes, yes. It's Aww. me. You're about a hound dog. I, did I? Who did I show the big black cocks to this morning? Oh my oh god! Oh
3: my god! What did I miss that? So what?
0: I was on Love Line on Sunday, and Mike Catherwood. I, I forget even how it got brought up. He like something about big black cocks. He's like, you want to see it's some? His. And I'm surprised I haven't googled this before. For like, you would think this would be on top of my list oh for god. googling. Oh yeah, but he's like, big. He's like, check these out oh my God, they are massive. You know I'm what's like, amazing. that would be so okay. scary. You know what's amazing about Mike
1: Catherwood is that when he came on our show, he was such a gentleman and oh, so sweet. He's a gentleman. Mr. Right, Deep. he is, but he, he's, he is Mr. Deep, but he's also Mr. Shallow, which I love. It's hilarious because when we met him <laughs> the first combo. time, when he, we met him the first time, he was like, I have diarrhea. <laughs> is
0: that you really know? Mr. Shallow mm-hmm. or Mr. Gross? I like or Mr. <laughs> like 14-year-old?
1: Yeah. But I don't know, to- but I, I wonder if his diarrhea was as big as those black ones. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> just threw <ripped> in my mouth. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> These
0: things are honestly, I. I feel sorry. I gotta get off this topic. But I have to now, say one thing about my, my head. penises
5: because what? I saw a picture in this big book that someone it had, had, on had a coffee to be table. a big book. It was tied in a the knot. Big book of penises. It was tied in a knot. Wait, in... the big book of penises? Yes, is this I think so. Uh huh. Wait, really? This is
1: our coffee table book? Yes,
5: coffee table book. I don't the know about that. Types.
1: I would go for the small book of penises, but I don't know about the <laughs> big. It's too scary. I mean, how do you tied in You'd Go in for the
4: no book of penises. The
1: size of the book doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, I want to tell you guys a story of um, this uh, young man that I was approached by at Starbucks. And I felt like I was doing field work. It was so amazing. I've never really had this happen because I've, I've said before that I don't really
0: get approached often. You, and- you say that, but every week you give a new story about being approached. Well, maybe I do. you're just being
1: more aware of it now. I well, I think, no, I think I'm appearing slightly more friendly. And Maybe I you're think more confident. Happen- yeah, it's been happening. So I was.
6: You got to do something about that. Yeah,
1: yeah you I got to knock you by down. <laughs> i
5: like smiling lately. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's horrible. It's weird, <laughs> especially when you have big gums like I do. I'm <laughs> better looking when
1: I don't smile. That's a, that's a joke my friend tells Molly. She's hilarious. But anyway, um, anyway, so this guy, I was walking to Starbucks, and this this kid was tying up his bike to uh, like a phone pole or whatever, and. And he just – he looked at me and we made eye con- on contact. But it was so quick. It was like the swiftest thing ever. We made like really brief eye contact. And then he instantly was like, I think you're beautiful. I want your number. And I was like, whoa, okay. First of all, I hadn't had my coffee yet. <laughs> I was like, can we just hold this for just two minutes? I need to get my espresso. Um and so when I when he did that, I literally said, "Hold on a second, because I was walking to the garbage can to throw something out. So I just said, can, "Can you hold on a second? Like you're like way too in my face right now. So just give me one second. So I like walked over to the garbage can, but then I had to go back his way because I was going into the Starbucks. Right. So we kind of you know came back together at the door, and um, so you couldn't really I, run away. I could, right. We were going into the same place, or as far as I knew, he was. Maybe not even going to Starbucks. Right. But they knew him there once we went in. So and that didn't work. We always say like, oh, if they know you there, it's attractive. Yeah. They knew him there, but I was like, this is it's not attractive. It's weird. Um, <laughs> but, but for <laughs> him, drinking, he obviously had the confidence. Stop drinking so much coffee. Let me
6: ask you, did he read that first look right? Were you initially attracted to him on mm-hmm. first glance?
1: No, he was much younger. Um, he was also foreign. <laughs> no offense, foreign guys. Um, but no, I wasn't like in, instantly like enamored. I think he's, he was a, an attractive kid, but I just wasn't instantly like, oh, me and you.
6: So what'd you say to you, him? You,
1: you ride a bike and you have a book in your hand. That's like, you know, I was wondering, like, you got you, me. do you have no life at all? You know, <laughs> no.
6: He's probably stupid. Uh, to be to honest, drop. you just
1: looked at him, you probably got nervous, right? And then just looked away and I didn't really get nervous. I got dread because I'm, I basically rolled out of bed. I was in, um, my pajama pants, essentially. And I had eye makeup on from the night before that was crusted all over my skin, my <laughs> cheeks, you know?
0: So you were in your I own was, self-conscious world. Yeah, I
1: was more like, oh, God, you know, I feel really gross. I know I have a big, like, colic in the back of my hair right now. It just was <laughs> gross. So anyway, basically the point of the story is is that he persisted. And so he followed basically with me in line but what did But what did you say to him after he said, you're beautiful? You just, like,
0: said, okay, bye.
1: I go, well, <laughs> so I said, hold on a second. Let me throw this out. Then I came back uh, to go in, and I basically said... I'm Kristen. Nice to meet you. Thank you. I have a boyfriend, but I do host a podcast called <laughs> Ask Women. And do you listen this to it? This guy was like
5: floppy penis immediately. Right, right, right. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> bah, bah, bah.
1: Right. And I said, do you listen to it? Because you're very forward and like, you know, wow. I, Obviously, I'm, you're taking our advice. <laughs> right, right. Great job. But you took it a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he instantly was completely uncomfortable. with He was never expecting something like that. But he maintained staying in line with me. And I said, listen to the podcast. It'll be on, on Thursday. <laughs> I'm plugging. Talk about you, yeah. follow us on Twitter. Way to pimp
0: us out, I yeah, love you it. Google
1: us, and so anyway, his his first reaction was, "Should you take advice um, on dating from women?" That was are his- dating women, or like you know, he was thinking more, "You should take advice from other men."
6: Did you tell him about Mo? And,
1: of course not. <laughs> I was like, "Don't go to douchey twitter.com backslash
4: Mo or whatever it is." <laughs>
1: And so anyway, he was, he maintained staying there, staying there. And then once I was waiting for my coffee, he still stood there and was, you know, and it was more, I think, a conversation because now he was kind of in it and I was lecturing him more so. So it was very strange for him, but it was so, um, boom. And I said, what made you be so aggressive and what happened in your life to make this? And he said a really bad breakup, you know, and I was thinking, I was thinking he would say, I said, how long ago was it? I was thinking he'd say a month ago, two weeks ago, three months ago. And he was like, oh, three years ago. I was like, oh, okay, so you're crazy. Wow. <laughs> so you're crazy. Um, and uh, but, but anyway, he was way too forward, but he was very nice, and I definitely appreciated his effort.
6: But what, it was too much. What country was he from?
1: Uh, Pakistan. Pakistan. Nothing against the packs.
5: I like your hair. You guys
1: pack of the stand. <laughs> so when, when was it too much, though? Because initially. The first moment. But, but, I thought you, but I
5: thought you complimented him. That was, like, good. He, he asked I mean, for your number.
1: Because he had the balls to do it. Because he
5: didn't, like, know you at all before he asked for your number? Because that would be weird for me. It's like, how do you even know me? I didn't. Why do you want to call me?
1: Right. It's like, based off of my look, he liked me. But it was, like, literally, we had... The
0: beautiful Kristen.
1: Of course. But we made eye contact for, like, a split second, and then it was there. It wasn't like I had a moment to take anything yeah. in. So when that happens, you know, you... You kind of defensive, you defensify. Like yeah. I kind of instantly went, like, oh, I don't have my coffee yet, and like I feel really gross, and now I'm put in this position. But he didn't. See, from position. what you're
0: saying, like you're giving your interpretation of it, right? So I don't know how he actually said it, but you're saying he said, "You're beautiful, and I want your number." Yeah. like that's how you actually heard it and saw it happening. Yes, he, he goes,
1: "Excuse me, this is going to sound really weird, but you're beautiful, and I want your number." It was like the moment we made eye contact. There wasn't like a like a smile. swagger over a smile. Yeah, there wasn't. Was the there?
6: Oh, was there an accent too?
1: A, su- a subtle one. A subtle one. You'll
6: be my wife. <laughs> yeah. I
1: was you like, will... don't, don't hurt me. Don't cut my vagina. No, I oh, my
6: God. <laughs> I, no, You'll be great. You'll sleep next to me and my goat. <laughs> be i fantastic. Lo- hey, I
1: love my cat. You know how I feel about animals. I wouldn't mind sleeping next to a My girl.
6: goat and your cat will get along great.
1: <laughs> I know that's your real voice, by the way. No? That's how you actually, as soon as Mo steps out of the studio, that's how we talk. <laughs> it's so true, you guys. It's so true. But anyway, basically, and he was. But it was too intense for me. It you, was you're intense. Saying. But I did I did like the fact that he was willing to do something like that, you know? Is Especially it, not getting out of a Jaguar, but getting, hooking up his bike, <laughs> you know?
0: Exactly. Well, as he should, he should have equal confidence yes. to the guy with yeah. his. What yeah. Did he say? He was, jaguar? Yeah. Say it again? Jaguar. Oh, I said Jaguar. 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 I, I'm sorry I said it like that. I'm such a douche. Jaguar. Now my
1: Twitter is <laughs> douche.com. Well,. I said that because I worked for Jaguar uh, a few years ago and it was like Nazi Germany. And they were like, you cannot say Jaguar. If anyone says Jaguar, you're fired. And what? so yeah, so we had to like say it over jaguar. and over, like when we got there in the morning, it was the craziest promotional marketing job like I ever did. And they were like, when we got there in the morning, it was like a week long thing, and they were like, everyone say jaguar like ten times, and we like jaguar, and, like, f- jaguar, I'm like jaguar, I'm like screw, that was yourself. really good. I like that voice here. Oh my god, so those jobs are
5: the worst. You want to kill yourself? The
1: worst, the worst. So it's just ingrained in my brain to say jaguar,
0: so I just sound like such an asshole. I thought it was jaguar. I didn't even know it was jag. Whatever you, I the, the you other really options that you said, yeah, so- but. Like, but let's go back to the approaching okay so 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 i want you to walk me through the steps of the approach because i think this is a perfect chapter in in the the man's man's playbook
5: that was good on
7: this team we fight
6: for that inch on this team we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch we claw with our fingernails for that inch because we know
4: when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference
7: between winning and losing. Uh,
1: you know yeah. what I just realized about that? That he sounds like for that itch, and then he says, we use our fingernails.
4: <laughs> fingernails and it's like,
0: yes, that's how you get an itch, with your fingernails.
4: <laughs> I get kinda,
5: Every time I think about it, I'm like, ew, wait, what? You're itching? Yeah. Yeah. I love Pacino yeah. it doesn't
0: pump me up the same way as it
6: does for Mo yeah, oh, I I just
1: Seriously, love watching your like face he's like
0: childish smi- not childish but like, like glow to him every time he hears it's it chi- I love it's it oh, yeah. it's childish
6: I just want to put on a helmet and hit somebody
0: <laughs> I hear you. I oh, yeah. get it <laughs> Okay, so this chapter in The Man's Playbook is about how to approach. And based on Kristen's story that she was just talking about, obviously this guy did not do a good job at approaching, mainly because he was too, he was too much too soon. Right. That's the main message here. But you did admire him for his directness. So what could he have done? Because he was very direct at first, which threw you off and put, put a barrier up, obviously, even though he were you know pimping out our podcast afterwards. So there <laughs> obviously wasn't
5: much of a barrier there. Shameless.
0: But what could he have done after that initial process? Approach, if he realized it was too intense, how could he have pulled it back a little bit? Um, first, he could have done an American accent,
5: oh, and I would have been well, like, "Oh, hi I'm there.
1: yeah,
5: <laughs> hello? hello, Kristen." No, <laughs>
0: really?
1: No, no, of course not. Well, I'm maybe kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe, but no, I'm kidding. Um, no, no. The first thing that I, I, if he looked at me, because I mean, the moment he looked at me, I knew he was interested. I could see it in his eyes in that like split second. So if he kind of took that moment in gave it a second, let me walk into the Starbucks, do my thing, get my coffee and as I'm at the sugar or milk bar, maybe start saying, hey, I just saw you outside and um, you know,
0: I think that would be a better opening because I would be like, "Oh yeah, I saw you too."
5: Warming you up a little right, bit, right? A little but let's bit. Let's
0: say, let's say you walked in and then you snuck at the back and he missed that opportunity. You have he has no idea how long you're going to be around. You well, literally could see, have gone to the garbage and kept walking the other way. He didn't know you were going into Starbucks.
1: He well, y- y- I was like right at the door, pretty much. So okay. I mean, there was really nowhere else. And like it was, it's on Lincoln. Like, where am I going to like an auto mechanic place? Like, Man. I'm going to
0: Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, but, you know what?
5: I think the difference is him asking for your number right away, like. The the yeah, first like moment. I want your number. Like, he can still say hi. He, I think he can still approach you, but yeah. just like dropping that in, it's like, yo, dude, you don't even, you don't know me. Yeah. So. Well, it's
0: like one of the questions that we had a couple of weeks ago where I think that's that's what he said to her first. And the girl said, you I don't, don't even know, know you. you. I remember right. that, yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay, sorry. And he like scurried away afterwards. But that, that's a really good point. Like to ask, I, I get that like nerves are worked up. You're like, I just want to spit it out of my mouth, which is, first of all, amazing that this, use this as your practice time. If you are not at that point yet, do what this guy did and just get it out and don't worry about if the girl says yes or no. Um, but as you start to practice, start to slow your pace down. Because we talk about it all the time when guys approach at a bar and say, like, I want to fuck you and then walk away. That's super sexy. So like what Kristen was saying, if he were to smile, look over, then get back to his world, locking up his bike or whatever, and then start to slowly come in and then start chit chat and right. build a little bit of rapport first. It can be sexy, and flirty rapport, and then but not asking for the phone number. It's too much. Doing something like the OSA the oh, yes. Observe, share, and ask a and questions. Ask. He's like, I
5: have goats. You have goats. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I have a goat named
6: Roger. I'm
4: like I have a goat no, named
0: Roger. I have a goat named Mo. <laughs> yeah, um, but that. But
1: it's... something like that. Because again, it's like I don't know if I like like you. I don't know you. So why would I want to give you exactly. my number? I need to know that there would be some sort of. I mean, besides the fact that I have a boyfriend, you know, I, there'd have to be some sort of connection,
4: mm-hmm. not
1: just the physical. Because I mean, who knows. That I found him as physically attractive as he found no. me, probably not. You know what I mean? So right.
0: Well, but you could have. But for women, it takes a lot more, more than for that just physical. Because yeah. who who was on the show, or when were we talking about this? That men know in the first fifteen seconds. For women, it takes about five minutes to decide what oh, they yeah. want from a man. Because you are. Yes, okay, because you're, cause you're eval- evaluating these people who are presented in front of you. So you need to know, A, are they a rapist? B, are they crazy? C, do they have social value? Uh, D, there's a whole bunch of things that you want to know first about this man before you start like hanging. And the guy's just
5: like, do um, I want to have sex with her? Is that like, true? Although, is that, happening?
0: Is it that
6: quick? I think, I think, oh yeah, definitely. 15 seconds? Although, yeah, not even 15 there, seconds.
0: There is this Whoa. video that's on YouTube. That, it's on my, my website as well, winggirlmethod.com, um, <laughs> where it is these guys and they just shoot them and they go up to a girl and they say, give me give me your number. Give me oh, your I've number. Se- I've seen that. And women just put their number in their phone. Call, why? Right. And he goes, so they asked you. And they'll just do it. Yeah. And so for that, that. But you know what about that video? I,
1: I watched that video. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wonder how many edits there were of women that didn't yeah. say yes. But let's. Oh, oh is yes. it so bad if you get 50% of the women asked? No. Yeah. I'm sure there are. I don't think every man, when he does that, or if a man did that, every woman would say yes. So I. Depending on what age they
0: were, um, but a lot of the women that they but, were you know, showing and, were younger, like you, but like you i said, would <clears throat> I would do it,
6: yeah, but see women would say yes now, whether you actually could get them to see you again next that's, that's a whole other Absolute, bar game buddy. absolutely that's a lot more work you gotta put in
0: yeah that's what my blog was about it's like great you have the phone number but, now but that's
6: just that's but, that's round one that's Yeah, all right. you don't
0: even know her name so then you're like uh what do you do then you know but then you start a conversation afterwards the whole point of this video was to show like that women admire leadership like where yeah. it's not like oh hi my name's Bill can I have your phone number like this weak man going up to them but a man who is assertive saying put your number on my phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and her saying, uh, okay, and then- The and whole scenario would be changed, though, if you had a flip phone. <laughs> I'd be
1: like, yeah. okay, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, no. how
5: do you use this thing? Is this not no. pink? <laughs> I, I, a razor. I, think,
6: I think this guy had a great approach. because His initial approach was, well, you're beautiful, because it was from an honest place, and he came directly to you <laughs> with it, but I feel like the middle is where he lacked it. It's like, yeah. wow, great introduction. Now, what do we say as men during that middle to fill that middle ground? Because then if you would have filled that middle ground with, say, five minutes of banter, three minutes of banter, where you could actually get to know this guy and see his personality a minute, you might have said yes at the end when he asked you for his number.
0: Well, the thing is is that what he showed you about his personality was that he was intense, a little bit nervous, and aggressive. And those aren't three good things that women are attracted to. Right. In that video on YouTube, these guys are showing that they don't really care, that they can lead, and they can be direct. And just ask for what they want. And, like, they weren't asking, staring the girl down and, like, mm-hmm. being really intense about saying, give me your phone number. They weren't even looking at her and saying, "Put." they are like, put your number in my phone. Right. Whereas that's if, right. like, I don't really care, I'm already leaving. Right, I think but that's But, like, funny. okay, you can do it. Yeah. You know?
5: It, it's, we a, went, it's a dip.
0: Yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> I would almost think that, that they're not being picky enough, though. It's like I want a guy to choose me based on my personality. When he does that, I'm almost like, well... Maybe I'm ruining your whole point here, but no, no, I, want I to just hear, think the whole point is to be honest. <laughs> so. Yeah, I just think I'd be like, uh, like what makes me different than somebody else? Why would you even bother asking me? I want, I want to know that I'm different and that you value that. Right. But you know? in your early 20s, I just want to bang. No, I don't know. I mean, I think so still then. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, that's totally fine. You're maybe the other 50% who said no, mm-hmm. but I watched that
0: video and I was like, I would probably do it. Would I answer the phone the next day? Yeah, probably not cuz I have not no yet. clue who he is. See? I've heard but if he gets 100 women and he gets 50 phone numbers and he gets 10 girls who answer and interact with him and he, he knows how to do things after the getting the phone number, he knows how to flirt, he knows how to use races, you know, texting techniques, um, then then he can do something. But then you don't even
5: know the girls are reaching out to. I don't know. I think it's just like a wild card. It's it's definitely a numbers game, obviously. But it's like, you're just throwing out seeds and seeing which ones that's what men are supposed to
0: do. They're supposed (laughs) to throw out seeds. Yeah,
6: Yeah, and then eventually it gets in an egg and... that's how shit happens.
0: Exactly. Anyway, I, I went a little That's bit off how topic. We all happen. But the whole yep. thing is is like the, the whole thing is is that the approach for the man's playbook that I want, I want to talk about is the, the approach what he could have done, he could have used OSA for sure. Um, but the intensity and the asking for the number right away and getting up in your grill Right away was too much for you, especially pre coffee. Right. So I think the the sexier thing to do in that scenario is sort of just like sit back, relax, smile at the girl, and then you know as you're going into Starbucks, he can make some sort of joke or something to, to lighten up the space, and then go into Osa and then ask for the phone number once you decide right. that you he wanted your phone number. Right. I'm sure he wanted your phone number now after you said I'm the host of the Askman <laughs> right. podcast. He's probably listening. He
1: is. I to, I told him to listen. Aww. And he he
0: didn't give you his name, right? No.
1: He he was like, I won't, won't give you my name if you're going to talk about it on there.
6: You know, also, I was like,
1: well, I assume. What it, What would it be if he was from back? back uh,
6: he'd be like, <laughs> can I have your telegraph information? <laughs> <laughs> I will put it in through wire. I'll see yes. you later. That's
0: well, that concludes this week's chapter in the man's playbook. And I feel bad that yeah. we did not pump this up more at the beginning I of know. the episode. I forgot to talk about We totally Steve. should have. But we have the best man in the world coming on to our show today.
5: The... One uh, and only. One and only. Yeah,
0: you did it, you do oh, I I don't even know it.
5: But he's he is the wrestling champ uh, actor of the world. Of of the, the world. world. He's just also a total badass and like seriously one of the most nicest guys. He is Steve Austin, and he's on our show next. Yes. It's,
1: it's, yeah. I, I was so embarrassed when we first met him. I told him. Um. I thought I was the first person ever to think this. I'm like, does anyone ever call you Cold Stone Steve Austin? <laughs> I was like, because I actually always <gasps> accidentally do it if I ever oh, have yeah. to say. Stone Cold Steve Austin I always go to Cold Stone Steve Austin because I'm way more into ice cream than I am to wrestling which (laughs) makes complete sense right so it's always in my brain but I want him to have like a like Ice cream flavor.
0: He totally should. He needs an ice cream flavor. I mean, his podcast is like the number one on our network, so he should have his own ice cream. That man should have his own ice cream. Yeah. It makes sense. But we met him probably three months ago because he uh, records for Podcast One as well, which is the network that we're on. And we have been stalking him ever since to be on our show. And Mo is on his show as well, which is why he's getting all of his followers on Twitter. They call me
6: Gimme Mo. No, they don't. I love it.
0: Oh, it it. should be Gimme Less. (laughs)
6: Oh, you little minx.
0: (laughs) Well, coming up next, we have the amazing Steve Austin in studio with us. He is fantastic. He's wonderful. He's answering your questions for Analyze This. And he's telling us all about what he has learned about women from his four marriages that he's had. That is coming up next. See you in a bit.
6: Gentlemen, let me break it down for you. You're in full beast mode because you've been listening to the Ask Women podcast. You know the moves, the grooves, and the words to say to get that hot chick you want. Walk into a bar. You see a girl that's got all three things. You get her to your house. You get her in your bed. And that's when you wish you had Enzyte. Be one of the millions of men that take Enzyte brands for a strong performance every time. It all takes is one capsule a day. It's like taking a little vitamin, except you're going to be peak male running with the thoroughbreds, my friend. If you're looking for the most powerful erection imaginable, you need to try Enzite, the thinking man's product for your no-flow problem. If you call now, you can score a special Enzite trial pack for the SAC and receive a 10-day sample of Ogoplex for the ultimate male experience free with your order. Call now for the most powerful erection imaginable with Enzyte trial pack for the SAC. Call 1-800-993-5250. That's 1-800-993-5250. Or go to smilingbob.com. Smilingbob.com. Just go to smilingbob.com and see why he's smiling. I guarantee you, he's got flow.
3: These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. Free trial requires vile life enrollment with future auto shipments.
0: You want to know one of the people that I love the most right now? Me? Yes, both oh, no, of you. Me. That's who it is. That's who it is. You guys are right. Definitely um, not Mo. No, but we have yeah. we have a new sponsor for our show, and it, uh, just to like oh, yeah. the people who are listening, like sponsors are wonderful because it means that they're people who are supporting our show so that we can stay on the air, just like right. you're doing when you go to Amazon, like which is they,
1: fantastic. Yeah, and they picked to support us. It's yes, like, exactly. They don't just pick anybody. Yeah,
0: because they're like we like their listeners and, and we like those girls us. and we want to
5: we want to help but them I'm out. I'm actually really into this. But uh, yeah,
0: but no, I. I, like I always listen to sponsors on other shows, and I'm like, Ugh, they don't really want to talk about pillows or whatever the topic is. But this is actually a really good one. Called- what is it, Marnie? It's ting. So it's this new mobile phone company, and I hope that I explain this correctly. Okay. But they ting are is the sound that like my boobs ting, make. Ting. Oh my god, when you flick. No, they're just yeah. so small. <laughs> they're just so small. It's like, oh well, there. Great association. Right. Kristen's boobs. Mobile phone. Right. Makes Perfect. complete sense. All about communic I have no idea. Um, didn't <laughs> know how to tie those two together. But yeah, Ting.com is a pay-as-you-go phone or mobile service
5: yeah and basically you don't have to sign up and like pay a contract fee when you're done with it you pay okay. as you go as much as you want so you're yeah. not stuck with like these horrible bills that might turn off your phone right? or it even has, no, or
0: even a horrible bill for things that you don't use because i know mm-hmm. on my phone i'm always like what the hell is this thing that i'm paying for that's involved included in the package i'm like i don't need that shit i just want to use what it is that i use so i text i use um, I get my emails on my phone. I. It's what like, else do I do? I, I, I answer. I don't even answer the phone. I don't talk on the phone, really. To be honest. If I, I could, If
1: I could make this service into like a metaphor, it would be like your dream girlfriend. It's like <laughs> she doesn't make you stay. Yeah. You know, like you There's can no kinda, obligation. And when no, you're ready
5: to break up with her, she's like not gonna you, take your money. And you can use her for
0: sex. You can, exactly. But you could still use the shit out of her. Exactly. Right? Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, well, we so for the people who listen to our show, um, Ting has been really wonderful and has offered up a twenty-five dollar gift certificate to those people who go to askwomen.ting.com and sign up for their services. They get $25 towards a phone or they get $25 off of their first bill. So it's not even to support us go do this, but it's to support yourself so that you can go buy stuff on Amazon. Right.
1: And if you do want to start being a little bit more uh, mature and follow what you're spending and where your money is going, there's an awesome um, online service that you can use it use either on your phone or you know of course on the computer to just track like what you're using and all of a sudden you're like Which oh wait great. i'm not using whatever service ever i'm going to get rid of ever paying for that Which again is great. so,
0: so yeah. askwomen.ting.com 25 gift certificate or 25 voucher go there check it out and sign up
3: You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation.
4: Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina.
5: Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We are so excited today to have wrestling legend with us, the stone-cold Steve Austin. Welcome, Steve. (laughs) Welcome. Hey, what's happening? Wow. We are so
0: excited to have you here. We've been pumped up about this for so long. We've been
7: talking about it.
0: You know what's so funny
1: about you is that, like, you're so not intimidating. I mean, you're intimidating, but Don't you're not intimidating. No, because Don't you're so listen. nice. It's so funny. It's like, you know, you have the
0: image. But then I'm like, no, no, no. He's like super. We just blew his cover. Now he hates yeah. us. No, no
7: but I get that no. all the time. People always think I'm going to be mad or drunk or mean <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So uh, thank you for having me on the show. And thank you for recognizing that.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the camouflage does intimidate me a little <laughs> yeah, bit. It is <laughs> intimidating.
7: ask Mo. I, I wear this stuff almost every single day. And I have about five of these. But I'm. Are I'm you rotating exact-
0: through them? Really? Yeah. What are you hiding from? Why are you? Why?
7: <laughs> I'm not hiding from ex wives or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, me too. Uh, no, I'm not hiding from anything. Camo, for a guy, you know, for a guy, you're wearing camo. I eat a lot of stuff on my diet. And if I spill anything on my shirt, you cannot see it. So it that works for me. That's a really good point. Yeah. i could use that. Yeah,
1: I'm known for spilling And I'm everything.
7: big into hygiene, so don't get me wrong. I'm taking my showers and doing all that. I'm wearing <laughs> clean stuff. But if I drop some food on it, it's easily concealed. Right.
1: I'm I am a like co- I'm a coffee drinker, so
0: that would definitely blend in. Right.
7: Don't wear white.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> a nice man and a smart man, too. The full package.
7: Fantastic. I don't know how smart, but we, we can get to that later. <laughs>
0: you, you mentioned
1: um, before when we met that first time, you mentioned that your favorite guns are the Remington Arms guns. Yep. that. That's where I'm from. That's my town. Yeah. So what about Remington Gums? I, I'm just wow. curious. Yeah.
7: Well, that's interesting curious. that you would bring that question up. That is interesting <laughs> you would you bring that
4: up. Let's talk
1: about guns! <laughs> He's like, I happen to have a gun in my pocket right now. I
7: don't know why I haven't done the Ask Women show sooner. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> no, just uh, growing up hunting with my dad down there in South Texas, He shot Remington. You know, Remington 870 shotgun is what we all started off on, and as far as our deer rifles, the Model 700. Love the trigger, and once you get used to something, you know, that's what you're used to. Mm -hmm. And it's high quality, out of the box, you know, the most accurate guns that there is you know, great quality stuff for the working man at an affordable price.
0: Right. Oh, that's amazing. You should, <laughs> we, should a, we should, we should uh, yeah. get them as Package our sponsor that. for this episode. Come
7: on, Remington. <laughs> well, it's funny.
0: It's,
1: it's funny because my like lineage, like, you know, my grandpa, my grandpa's grandpa, whatever, they all worked at Remington Arms.
4: Oh, but I know
1: it's in my town. Like that's what my town is made from. We wouldn't yep. exist unless that was there. But, uh, I know nothing about guns at all. And I like, how I, literally I, I know teaching in your school. And it's weird because we live, you know, our schools next door to a gun store. And no one what? ever shot up the school. Isn't that amazing? Well, it was
7: back in the day when people had common sense. Yeah. Nobody has any common yeah. sense anymore. Right. That is very true. It ain't about the guns. It's about a little common sense.
6: Let me ask you something, Steve. Do you ever take a girl, when you're single, would you take a girl on a date to a shooting range? Would you recommend that? Because I've done it, and I think women find shooting guns very exciting. I get turned on by it.
5: Yeah. It's like the power thing, you know? It's like you feel like you're in control, and you have a man kind of guiding you, and you're like, show me how to do this. I mean, I'm into it. I've never been.
7: You know the kick, the horsepower, it is kind of an adrenaline rush. You know, I never thought about it. I certainly want to take it over the ex wives to the show. <laughs> <game. laughs> never thought about it to answer your question on a first date. There's I want to a- get to know that person a little yeah. bit. Get a little psychoval. Yeah,
4: exactly. Before
0: you're taking them with a gun somewhere. Well, actually I do want to talk about you and dating. And your past with women, if you're comfortable talking about that,
7: absolutely, I'm okay. down with it.
0: So what? Awesome. So maybe like, let's go into some questions about what your first date spots were when you were single. Like some of your favorite places to take women back back then.
7: Man, back in back again, <laughs> you know before I had my car, you know, uh, the old track field there in Edna, Texas. You know, just hanging around the track, walk a few laps. There's a little stadium, some steps over there. Kind of just, there wasn't too many people out there, but it wasn't any kind of like a, a public place. we were just kind of like homebodies.
5: Really, so yeah. you just walk around and stroll around the yeah. track' is all they needed,
7: yeah, I stroll around the wow. track, and I, this is very I mean, you know, I grew up in a town of five thousand people, so you know when we're sitting here in Los Angeles, there's people galore, it's a little bit different setting, but yeah right. that's where it started,
0: interesting, wow. well, so y- you have been married three times, right,
7: currently married for the fourth and last oh, time.
0: fourth okay, so fourth time, yes, wonderful, so the first time that we met you, you were telling us a little bit about what you had learned from those previous marriages that are really helping you in your current marriage. And we would like to hear about that.
7: <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't probably, you know, the the experiences. Uh, and probably those first three marriages, I wasn't really ready to be married, quite honestly. Really? And, but, Is but anyone
1: with, ever, though, really? I mean, I'm not. No, but well... Uh,
5: what, what, what changed for you? Well... well
7: I guess I just finally got old enough to realize and been with this one person. I've been with my wife now for 10 years. almost 10 years. we've been married going on three years and she's a special education teacher. And I think uh, you know she has two degrees. She's highly intelligent. High level of integrity, very uh, high work ethic. What's
4: she doing very with you? Very honest,
7: I know. <laughs> she brings out the best in me, and that's why I'm still wow. with her, that's to answer wonderful. your question. And uh, I think, you know, maybe her background helps her understand a guy like me. And communication, as I was telling you guys last time I talked to you a month or two or three yeah. ago, The communication was the key for me with this woman. Her name is Kristen. Oh,
4: hi. And
7: with, there's just <laughs> no way to sweep anything under the carpet and, you know, kind of address it as a half issue we discuss everything in full. Get it out of the way. There's no ifs ands or buts. There's an understanding, and we are on the same page. And she helps me do that uh, the best. She helps me communicate, and that's what I needed. I so love before,
0: that. before, before were you not communicating? Well, yeah, was...
7: communicating. But you know, I mean, I was on the road, and I, you know, quite, you know, frankly, uh, in the entertainment business, I came from the world of professional wrestling, and uh, I'm a guy. Like I got to tell <laughs> them, no, guys yeah, are even stupid. More of that. I want to have my cake and eat it too. <laughs> I did back then. You cannot do that. If you're in a committed monogamous relationship, you know, I was, you know, I wanted to, to do what I wanted to do. Right. And, uh, you know, I got that out of my system, met the right person, and that part of my life is over. I'm happy about that, uh, believe it or not.
5: Well, that's wonderful. So what's like a gr- perfect date night for you and your wife now? What are you guys into?
7: Interesting. Uh, we're homebodies. We live in Marina del Rey on west side. We're a bunch of west side people together at this table in Los Angeles. <laughs>
1: Except Moe's from like Armenia I, or something. He <laughs> <laughs> used to be on the west side. I'm, I'm
6: westsider I'll, I'll be back eventually. My girl's a, a Hollywood girl right now, uh, so, which makes me a Hollywood boy. You are.
7: That's okay. You can do that. You know, we, there's a little sushi spot we go to. Uh, you know, Los Angeles is, is a big-ass city. Yeah. And some of the greatest restaurants in the world right here, you can have a culinary experience. that blow your mind. But the problem is, we was, we just went out and ate with uh, Norm Paddis the other day, the podcast one. Oh, yeah. King. King. Yeah, exactly. And we met him in Hollywood at what's called Mr. Chow's. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a pain in the ass to get there. Yeah, now, we three had a great time. Later. Yeah, we had a great <laughs> time, but you know, we, we left early to get there to make the, uh, the, you know, on time. I'm a time fanatic. I can't be late. We had a wonderful dinner with Norm and Mary and met some big wigs in, in uh, the industry, but it was a pain in the ass. <laughs> so everything that we do is in that Marina Venice area so that we don't have to drive too far. Same and, with Alan's And the my, same my wife way. loves to cook. So, I mean, she loves that. I mean, that's her passion. So, you know, I'm just kind of a match made in heaven. Oh, wow. Did, uh, I, I, w- did
6: you wear your camouflage tuxedo to dinner?
7: <laughs> no, no. That, that really, it was hard because, you know, I wore a pair of jeans. You know, I like to wear shorts everywhere I go, yeah. but I dress up for Norm and Mary and we were going to mm-hmm. a High Flute and Blaze. So I had to make sure I had my bases covered and <laughs> represent, you know, the Steve Austin show brand and yeah. podcastone.com properly. So I got gussied up and wore a long sleeve shirt untucked, of course. Oh, well, I
0: like it. <laughs> I wanted to ask more about the communicating because I, I work with a lot of men yeah. um, all over the world and... And, you know, I always talk about communication and work, and it's really simple to say those words, but a lot of people don't actually know what it means. What does it mean to communicate? And so I, I wanted to talk to you, maybe if you could provide an example. It doesn't have to be an intimate one, but about communication and what that would look like for somebody.
7: I, I don't know if I really know how to uh, answer to that. I just know that, that when I talk, if I had uh, hmm. a, <laughs> what well, is going back a few years, uh, something, uh eh, what's, what's the best way I can expect?
0: it's hard to explain to other people it
7: is yeah i just i guess the best way i could put it if there's an issue we, we just discuss it from top to bottom and make sure that we're there's no misunderstanding it's a very clear understanding we're on the same page and and everything's cool uh and, and you know that goes that was uh you know back when uh, i met her in a little bit of my wilder days we had to have that come to jesus meeting and so <laughs> things along that line of discussion And now, you know, obviously on the same page, but stuff about that.
1: Do you have any, um, you know, because you do a lot of, like you said, you're like a dude or a man. Do you have, did you have issues getting women interested in things that you were also interested in? Or did you already come together because of those interests?
7: You know it's interesting uh, when I when I met my wife. Now we were training at the World Gym on the corner of Lincoln and Washington. Back in the day, yeah, I and went Joe there. Goal, yeah, Joe Gold was just on yeah. the gym. Talked to Joe every day. It was a great gym. Amazing Everybody gym. Everybody went to so go. So this was you know kind of a little bit looser atmosphere, and it was cool. Yeah. So anyway, uh, my buddy Dan w- ran the front desk there, and anyway, I, uh, my wife's teaching special education at John Adams Middle School at the time, and one of her kids had brought a WWE calendar, you know, put on the wall. And my month came up. My wife's not a wrestling fan. She do not watch no wrestling. And sure enough, she saw him in the gym, and she knew Dan, my buddy. And she said, hey, Dan, is that that guy that is the wrestler, Stone Cold? And she said, yeah. And she said, uh, do you think he would come to my class and read to my kids? I, said, I don't know. Ask him. So anyway... Uh, she asked me, and I started talking to her. We had a lot in common. Before I went and read to the kids, we started talking music. She's a big metal head. She loves Stevie Ray Vaughan. So do I. Oh, wow. So we had many common interests. She's a dog person. She drove a truck. You know, I drove a truck. I, I love dogs. So we had a lot in common before we got started.
1: She's not from L.A. originally. She's
7: or born did. and raised in L.A. No, no way. way. Yeah. Well,
0: what, some hey, of those L.A. people are the
7: best we're people. Good people.
0: It's so all hey. the people that come in. You
4: know what? That
7: you're right. Up, like That's you're what right. I always say. Yeah. So people come in, yeah. The, factor. Yeah, yeah, the
0: L.A. people are awesome. Well, actually, okay, so let's talk more about that. So the first time that you were interacting with your wife or, you know, when she wasn't your right. wife, so were you attracted to her right away?
7: Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, I was attracted to her just initially, just looking, you know, with the eyes, yes. And then in talking to her with the brain and, you know, on the mental wavelength, uh, yeah, because we had so much in common.
0: Did that make you nervous when you were talking no, to her?
7: No, 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 because I was digging her, you know.
0: Okay. Well, because uh, a lot of guys, when they do like somebody, they're like, oh, I can talk to everybody. As soon as there's a girl that I find attractive or I'm interested in, I, I have no idea what to say. So you obviously have no problems talking to women that you're attracted to. Oh,
7: no, no, because, I, you know, I had my sights set on things in the future. So, you, you know, I mean, you know. Activity. Right, I'm getting laid. Did I, did I oh, get nervous or back down? No, I, I was very interested in this young lady.
0: Okay, can you walk us through that process a little bit? Because like, as I just said, a lot of guys get totally psyched out. So ha- have you always been like that when talking with women you're attracted to? You just think about the goal of the future or what you want in the future rather than thinking about how you could possibly be rejected? Like, did the confidence come from the career or...
7: You know, maybe maybe, you the, always... maybe the confidence did come from the career, because as a kid, I was a very shy kid who was very quiet growing up. You know, I, I turned to athletics maybe as a, as a way to express myself and uh, be worthy. Uh, so, you know, I was a shy kid, and, you know, that, my, that first girlfriend I had, we lasted for 10 years, high school oh, sweethearts, wow. Wow. and then, you know, went through college. And wow. she was about two or three years older than me, and then I ended up uh, getting in the wrestling business, and that marriage quickly dissolved right after right. it happened. Uh, basically, it was annulled.
1: Do you use wrestling moves in the bedroom?
7: No, no wrestling. <laughs> a, a bear hug. Damn, you know, that, that's damn. That's about it. No wrestling moves in the bedroom. I do not recommend that.
0: <sighs> that would be very painful. I'd <gasps> I like I love to hear more about what you are saying. So you, you were shy when you were younger. You gained yeah. confidence from sports. And then, you know, once you had separated from your, your first wife, did that confidence continue with women?
7: No, not really. I I don't know how to explain it. I was a guy that, you know, it seems to be. I mean, women were attracted to me. I didn't have to go out of my way to meet women. It just kind of happened. And so there was that comfort level. And I'm not sitting there trying to say I'm Rico Suave. I'm not. But uh, I didn't have to pursue. Or, you know, it was kind of a... It it was an easy thing. Mo, you're trying to kick in here. Go ahead and save me.
6: uh, Women pursue (laughs) you, right? Because I I feel with uh, some of our... Uh, High-profile guys too that had some success in in an open form. Yours being wrestling, there were women you know that would actively pursue you guys, and and your job was really just to weed out the wackos from the good ones. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense.
4: <laughs> yeah.
6: Are, they all
7: I'll have to be
4: semi-wacko, though. Yeah, semi-wacko from wacko.
7: There's a there's a, there's a thin line there. <clears throat> but as far as you know, as far as the relationships went, and, and uh, it seemed like I kind of just went from marriage to marriage to marriage, and so didn't. Well, I guess I was.
6: Did you find that you were always attracted to strong women in your life, or has that kind of been your thing, or do you not really have a type? It was just kind of been all over the place.
7: I think it was all over the place. I think I, that was a problem.
6: Yeah. <laughs> was and I think I was
7: all over the place.
1: Once one marriage ended, what made you want to do another one? Were you not? It wasn't that horrible of an experience that you weren't running away from it.
7: You know, in one or two of them, I, you know, I think it was more <laughs> on their end than my end. You know, right. quite frankly, but you know, I'm a guy. Guys are still. But you still wanted that. <laughs> yeah, You're man. You know, like all
0: right, I'll do it if you want. Yeah, it's like, it's That's how
7: of, it really worked. It really was kind of like that. And then of course, a couple I jumped into freely head first, uh, like an idiot. Uh, and then the last one, you know, uh, with my wife now, Kristen. You know, we've been together ten years and got married about three years ago. It, that was one of those kind of deals where she had never been married before, and so. You know, I'm 48. She's a year younger than me. And a pro
0: marriage,
7: yeah. Yeah, I'm a pro. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Semi-pro
7: because it didn't really work. Nobody <laughs> yeah, exactly. paid pay for it. That's I true. lost money being married. That's uh, true. <laughs> but with my wife, you know, it was kind of like she was at a point. We'd been together almost 10 years. Well, at that at that time, the seven-year mark. And as you all know, uh, uh, whatever age you are, my wife was one year younger than myself. So never been married. Hey, that that, that clock is ticking. Yeah. You know, she knows the older she gets, the, the less chances or whatever, her dreams coming true. Yeah. So that was one of those things where I did not want to get married, but it was kind of like, I've got to this time. This is the right person uh, because I'm not going to find a better human being. Uh, oh. than this. And my wife truly is my soulmate, and I can easily, easily and honestly say that.
6: And you know, I love I, that. I feel like you've done it right. I feel a lot of these younger kids who are in their 20s, Feel like it's they need to get married. So the first serious relationship they have, yeah. they're married mm. after a year or two. Yeah. you've been with your wife. You were with your wife what six, seven years before you got married.
7: Yeah, and, you know, but the, but the the one before that, ten years. Yeah. and then when I got married, I was only twenty four. That was still too soon. But well, you, you know, started I young. Seemingly, <clears throat> with, I, I, again yeah. that I didn't really think that was so much my idea. And then I got to the game uh, that I did, and then things went off the the rails. Mm. But yeah, man, I wouldn't recommend anybody. Uh, getting married too damn early. No. Well, well, let me ask you guys that though. So, so then, okay, are, are y'all married? I just I, got engaged,
5: actually. How old,
7: uh, can I ask how old you are? Yeah, I'm thirty. Thirty. I'm married. Married. And I'm thirty-two.
1: In a
0: relationship, thirty. <laughs> when did you get married? I got married uh 3 years ago and I've been with my husband for 10.
7: Oh okay. So same as you. Wow. So but, but then so y'all are the experts would would y'all recommend to any young guy or gal to to get married at the 24 or younger mark? I think
5: it's no. you, you know. Never. It's like who I was when I was 24 was a lot more of a wild card than I am now. I mean, it was I've just changed a lot. So it, it's, doing it's that al- so early is It's like, also
1: so archaic. You know, it just seems like something that's not necessary anymore. You know, lifestyles have changed. Women yep. can provide for themselves. You know, a lot of people got married back in the fifties and stuff. Gender roles for, are changing for survival. You know, <laughs> so I think things have just changed. But if you're from a sm- you know, an area where that's commonplace, then yeah, you know, it, whatever. Like that's what you're going to do. But overall, no, I would never, yeah. never recommend. It. I, like, I
6: think if women allowed men to have one hall pass a year, a lot more and guaranteed. vice versa.
1: Can I tell you something really know. interesting? Yeah,
6: oh
0: yeah, come on. No, Highway <laughs>
5: Street, Mo. Yeah. I'll tell you one That's thing. Bullshit. I know, it's in
0: when I met my husband, I was 23 years old and all throughout my 20s, we would talk about you know possible threesomes, like all these things in our, in our sexual escapades in our mind that we would possibly do. And I would always say, I wouldn't want to do those things because I couldn't confidently handle them. In my mind, I want to do them, but I wouldn't be able to handle the repercussions afterwards, which would be horrible for my husband because he would know that would happen. And so as I'm getting into my 30s, I'm noticing that I am more sexual and I can separate emotion from sex, at least in my mind I still can, but I feel much more confident about, be, about being able to do those things. So back to the hall pass, if the hall mm. pass is available to men, I think it should be available to women Amen.
7: as well. And hey, she just gave you the bottom line. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm okay but, with, with that being said. Mo, with your gal, yeah, you're going to give her that hall pass?
6: No. Because oh, no, oh, oh, you couldn't handle it? I had, it's so funny. I had a dream this morning. Uh, about my wife telling me she was wife. wife. Whoa, oh, oh, my, secret! My, not my wife. Freudian my, slip. my girl. She might as well be my wife. But uh, yeah, well, let talk about for, that for long enough.
1: We should tell her about okay. your wife because I think actually <laughs> yeah. she might want to
6: know. Keep yeah. going. What happened? Listen. Well, I had this dream where she told where she was telling me I was with this man and the sex was amazing, but it was before us. And just her telling me that she was with another guy and the sex was amazing my fucking blood was boiling. Really? And I, I wake up and she's like cuddling on me like nothing's going on. I'm thinking like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> you cheated on me. There probably are. so many head veins oh, showing at that God. moment. I was so pissed off and I realized right away I am not cool yeah. with any of yeah. that shit. It what?
0: is crazy how you can be jealous of possible scenarios. Like yeah. just of like words coming out of your partner's mouth. It is kind of crazy. I've had it totally, dreams too. I'm like, I hate you. Yeah. You left me in our dream. He's like, I'm right here. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah. I, think,
1: yeah, I think I'm think i a different style chick because I'm totally cool with the hall pass. Not the movie, but uh, the movie <laughs> was horrible. Oh, you mean the, the girl
6: shitting in the bathtub in the movie? <laughs> yeah.
1: I didn't actually see it. I was, I'm just assuming. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I am very cool with it because I know personally I'm not a very sexual person at all. I think I'm, like, uncomfortable with it, and I would rather, like, just like <laughs> lay with my cat. Honestly, and I've said that before. I'm not and I know my boyfriend is. So, you know, if that's what it is, that's what it is and I know we had John Sally in here before oh. who was very open to that kind of stuff and for me to even say it, you know, a year ago, I would have felt so uncomfortable, but from doing this podcast, I've gotten a little validation that, mm. that that's normal. Right. And I've told I've told my boyfriend like go for it, but he's way too much of a pussy. Like he would never <laughs> right. do it. Well, you know? he, he doesn't have any game. So it never happened. That is the best way to get them yeah. to do it. Like just be yeah. like, go, go for it. Do it. Because do it. It's the but only then girl. you
7: think he would feel guilty even though you're saying, "Hey, it's cool if you wouldn't do it." Oh yeah. Him? Oh, of course he would feel yeah, guilty. I think yeah, so he too. wouldn't be
1: able to ha- get a hard-on or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, he would be too nervous. So uh, it would never happen. It's hard for you to hard-on. But would
7: you really
5: be cool with it?
1: Yeah, I think I, I think I would because I know what I do to him yeah. in terms of nothing. Like <laughs> in I in do terms nothing. Of sexual to frustration. Him. Right. It would
5: take the pressure off of you for like providing that sex. Yeah, right?
1: because it's like you know we. I, I know we're going to get to a question at some point soon, but um, I uh, sometimes you know it's like if I know it's like going to be requested, maybe I'll like not go to bed right <laughs> that right. time because I got stuff to do on the computer. <laughs> I'm like, and not that he's not willing to do it on the computer. I'm just saying, you know, I just. I feel guilty, so it would be something that I feel like I would give him. Not like all the time; it'd be creepy. I just think I have <laughs> to you're be like there. every week. You're like, just get out of I'm here. I'm like, and go yeah. if you're else.
5: gonna have a hall pass, at least invite me. Like, don't just do that separately. No. You know, like yeah. that would
1: be creepy you would for be me. The that's my worst nightmare. I mean,
5: no, that's for me. To be honest with you, it's like I I would be really creeped out about thinking of him going off and then coming back. And like, what happened? What did I miss? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I would be I, like, to be there. You would
7: be comfortable watching? Yeah. I would
0: be I, like really? <laughs> really just sitting in the corner and watching because <laughs> cor- I just want to see what you're doing.
7: In <laughs> 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 the corner, don't put me in the corner. would yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be in the, maybe the comfortable. Can you, you know? imagine
1: <laughs> Haley just like sitting get there, easy with arms crossed? Well, that, you don't do that with me. I would be cheering him on. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> get in <nice."> there. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be a really punny question, um, but what's what's more challenging, the wrestling ring or the wedding ring? Oh damn. <laughs> I didn't plan that, that before the show. That was good. I like it.
5: <laughs> the
7: wrestling. Well, well, from what standpoint?
1: Like what's more, what's more difficult in general, and what's caused maybe more distress in your life, or what's harder to learn? Is it harder to learn to be a professional wrestler, or is it harder to learn how to deal with a woman every day of your life?
4: I <laughs>
7: guess obviously it's hard to learn how to deal with a woman. Right. when they divorces. I would assume that would be And certainly, the being in, being on the road in the ring has its trials and tribulations and right. levels of stress and highs and lows and everything goes with it. Uh, but you know, totally, totally two two different ball games. I would like to think that. Uh, uh, i'm doing pretty damn good now as far as what i've learned about the uh the wedding game and yeah. staying married and being happily
4: married yeah.
1: do you have um a lot of like that southern southerly southern stuff like manners i know like the oh, south yeah. is kind of you know
4: i don't know I much about, that, that about you too oh you
7: know, yeah. yeah yes ma'am no ma'am yeah. uh that kind of stuff opening doors that whole nine yards, yeah, yeah. not 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 crazy to the you know the extreme, but certainly right. courtesy, etiquette, and respect. Right, I
0: love that. I have one last question, then we're <laughs> going to go into analyze this. So analyze this is where we answer questions from people who listen to the podcast, and we would love for you to stick around to answer questions. Can I
7: say one thing yeah, th- yeah. along those lines, though? But you know, some women here in Los Angeles, I'll be at a retail store or something like that. And I'll say, well, yes, ma'am. And you know, if you talk to some some of these ladies long enough, they'll say, would you not say ma'am? It makes me feel old. Oh, oh yeah. I'm yeah. Hating, and I'm like, yeah. you know, that's I, I just what my mom and my dad told us to say, and people out de- here feel old by it. Yeah, absolutely. Just say, I do.
1: Just say yes. But I mean
7: it is respect.
4: Oh, right. co- yeah. Just say, wait, wait, as like,
1: just say it as like, yes, bitch,
0: because it'll actually make them feel <laughs> much younger. That's yeah. like a very youthful thing to say.
7: Okay. I'll, 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 I'm going to say I learned it here on Ask Women.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had that. I was down at the U.S. Open, and there's so many young kids down there, and it's this one guy was like rollerblading or something, which I haven't done in 20 years. But he rollerbladed by me and almost bumped into me. He goes, oh, sorry, ma'am. And I almost started crying. My husband came oh, up my. like, hey, do I look so old down here? I went <laughs> home, did my makeup. I felt so horrible. But the question I was going to ask okay. was about being on the road and how like, because a lot of people are asking about uh, long distance relationships. So did you find that difficult to be connected to any of your wives that you were with during that time, because you had so much distance between you.
7: Hey, man, long, well, I mean, it's not truly a long distance relationship. But to me, a long distance relationship—if someone lives in uh, the guy lives in Los Angeles, the female lives True. in New York—okay, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make things work. That's True. to me, long distance. And traveling is a whole different ball game. Uh, but certainly, with the, with the uh, the traveling and the uh, temptations in the form of other women on the road. Mixed with alcohol and all kinds of other stuff Leads to some disastrous situations So uh, being on the road is hard Uh, We were just talking to uh, Jay Moore uh, A couple of days ago And uh, you know Quite frankly, we were talking about, because he's a, he's very happily married right now. He's a monogamous, in a monogamous yeah. relationship with a wonderful young lady. Uh, he's married to Nikki Cox. You
1: hear him on his podcast all the time, and I, I heard him, he loves his wife so much. Absolutely. And he
5: adores her.
6: That's what he said. He said, yeah. "My, you know, so people hot. act like marriage isn't a choice, but he said, my wife was my choice, and... What he does now on the road is he will literally do a show and then he goes to the hotel and sleeps. Yeah. So jerks oh, off.
1: I love his, his style. Or both. Yeah.
6: <laughs> well
7: Yeah. I'm mean, that that you quiet. Know? Well that's that's what I was, you know S- something's got to happen. Yeah. Yeah. For,
6: for, for <laughs> thinking, yeah, for our male listeners out there, who true, I get it. Yeah, for our male for male listeners out there who are thinking about cheating on their girl or something like that, jerk off first, and then after you're done jerking off, if you still want to cheat on your girl, then go ahead and cheat on her.
5: Oh, that's a good tip. But we don't can, condone cheating here. Well,
6: we don't condone it. But look, if if you could, it's a good test. If you can blow your load and and, and still want to <laughs> cheat on your woman, then the then wrong a, woman,
7: Mo. Wrong that's girl. probably the worst Deep. advice I Deep, heard. Yeah, any yeah. human being utter in the last couple of I months. I love that you are Absolutely calling ridiculous.
1: him out. Most like masturbate
0: and then wait like two minutes.
5: But <laughs> two if you wait, minutes. See if you still
0: want it. If you do, get
1: out
5: of the hotel 15 room. 15 minutes. Worst advice ever, guys. Don't listen to that.
0: <laughs> All right, so we're going to go into our questions. So uh, for the guys that are listening, we have analyzed this as you know, but if you want to write in questions, write into uh, ask at askwomenpodcast.com and here is our first question hello ladies and man producer i love that he isn't calling mo you. but the man producer wow. my Boy. this is a little bit of a long one but it's actually a really good question Boy. my wife and i have been married for seven years and we have two kids we loved each other and are we love each other and are still attracted to each other but we don't have sex i feel like we have become a total cliche get married have kids and no more sex i want to do something about this of course because it's not healthy for the relationship since having our second child my wife has zero libido And when we talk about it, she says she is struggling with the role as a mom and as a wife who has sex with her husband. Right now, she's completely focused on being a mom. I get that, but I can't help but feel neglected. We do go on dates, and I try to do romantic gestures, but they don't really change things in the long run. When I try to initiate sex and make it all about her, she is not interested, which makes me feel rejected. To compound the issue, my wife is in the habit of staying up very late, sometimes until 4 a.m., so we never go to bed together which makes it pretty hard to have sex. So we are rarely in the bed uh, at the same time together for very long. She says she stays up late to get cleaning done and have time to herself, since she takes care of the kids during the day. I get the idea of wanting your own free time, but not seven days a week. I think it's become a selfish habit at this point. And of course, she's tired the next um, uh, the next week because of the lack of sleep. I think it's time for some marriage counseling. What do you think is going on and how can we break these cycles and stop being a cliche? This is from Matt. Oh, Matt. And Steve, I would love to hear what you have to say about this.
7: Man, right off the bat, it just it doesn't sound like the, the the young lady is interested in her husband anymore. I'll, surface yeah well i know that my knee jerk reaction is nah she's she's not digging him
1: yeah he says we're still attracted to each other but he's speaking from his
0: point
5: of view you know of course he is because
0: he's like eager to have sex with her he's in
1: his his zone of
5: attraction still attracted to her
0: but he doesn't know about it.
1: But her. it
5: sounds like that he, she's really distracted. I know some of my friends who are moms now, and it's like their priorities totally shift. I think that he should, like, find a way to, like, go on vacation and, yes. like, rekindle that flame without the kids. Sounds like she's super stressed out. I like, don't think that's going to happen.
7: I think she's going to be thinking about the kids.
5: I think she needs to let go if that's going to work out. I mean, you know.
0: yeah. Just, I, just I, give the kids up for adoption.
7: Yeah, that's there's always
5: that. Yes,
0: problem solved. No, mm-hmm. but I, I think what he was asking about, um, about going to counseling, I think that that is the best thing. To have the two of you in the room with a third person present. Um, mm-hmm. I, I am a big fan of therapy. My husband and I go to therapy. We actually went to therapy before we got married, married as well. Mm-hmm. And it's been the thing that has helped our relationship thrive and survive.
7: And sometimes you've got to have that... Therapists are that third wheel to help you fully flesh out the issues at hand and get to the bottom of things. Because sometimes, and and this relationship between this man and wife you can sit there and talk about it but things are going to be left unsaid or under the carpet they're not not, not all yeah. of the bases are going to be covered so you know you can talk about it as much as you want but I, I agree with your point therapy is a must yeah. Yeah.
0: and i think even for her because i i think listen i'm not a mother so i have no idea but i can see from what my friends go through there is a, a whole shift in who you are when you become a mother and they have two kids so you get into this role of being the wife or being the mother and you're not the sexy attractive female anymore so that whole dynamic gets thrown a lot and as much as this man can work really hard at planning a date night, right. it is really difficult for him to help her refine her feminism. It, it's not up to him yeah. to give that to her. So I would actually suggest having his wife go to therapy as well. And while she's doing therapy, he babysits the kids, has them out of the house, and allows her an hour free for herself after the therapy session.
7: Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down with that. But and, and it's not always about the date night. It's not about this yeah. presentation. <laughs> no. It's got to be that connection. Yeah. And that's not going through a ritual or a process you know, you either have that chemistry or you don't, or you need to refine that chemistry. So, he, sure. you know, the, it's not all about the date night. Right. And he, totally mentioned
1: that, he mentions trying not to be a cliche, and that is a pretty big cliche, just having that date night. It's right. not, well, absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, try, like, you but, know, waking up in the morning and pinching her ass and sending her a flirty texts and getting her riled up during the day and feeling sexy and feminine. And, and that can help. But even more so, start with the therapy to show that you are actively trying to help out with your marriage and with helping her mentally and she definitely I would say has walls up yeah and when Mm -hmm. the walls
1: are up you don't feel free you don't feel yeah you know uninhibited enough to like go for it with your with whoever's you know you're you're with but if you go to therapy and you have that you can get everything out there those walls start coming down you start to loosen up a little bit and the next thing you know you start feeling things again
0: yeah you know it's physically totally true because right. when i when i don't see my therapist i sound like a therapy person now but um i get really trapped in my head even if my husband is super wonderful and we do communicate um sometimes he gets trapped in his head too so for both in that space it just distances us because we're not present when we're with each other and it's hard to refine that spark so going to a therapist like emotionally dumping on them them. And just, you know, re- having that release there really helps me a lot. And that makes me more present and
5: happy with my husband, to be honest. Also, she's staying up till 4 a.m. to clean the house. Yo, Matt, come on. Clean for women is like a clean house. When I come home and it's clean, I'm just like ready to go. Cleaning lady time. Hire a clean lady. And
6: and, and listen, my man, you got to step in and do something now because right now you're in a routine and five, six years could pass by and you're going to be miserable and you'll lose five, six years of your life. So if if you're what, you know, you need to give your wife an ultimatum here and tell her, look, we need to go to therapy. This is happening. I'm booking it. If she fights it, then you got to tell her the bottom line is I'm not living my life the next 10 years like this. Yeah. So we need to do something yeah. or or else we got to look at alternatives first. And that alone is super sexy to plus, be Plus, like,
1: I, I love therapy because I love talking about myself. <laughs> yeah. And this just like a great time to be like, me, 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 me. And so, you know, she might not have that time with her kids and that's where you're like –
0: Huh, that's a really good point.
7: All, All right. right. I thought you guys are really on point. And I love the thing about the walls because yeah. the walls happen, and if you don't address them, they just get higher and thicker. Right. And yeah. Mo, Mo, to your point, you know, it's, it's a thing where, uh, you know, a lot of people want to stay married for the kids. The kids are going to be fine. Right. There's no sense in going through life miserable. You know, know. you, know, you, know, yeah, you, you want to make it work point. for the kids but you got to make it work for you. You've got to be happy with you before you can be happy with anybody else. So you got to make that dynamic work. Right. He yeah. needs to, that's yeah. a really good point. Ultimatum's a, st- a tough word, but if it is what it is, it is what it is. And the
6: bottom line. Bottom line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Matt, hopefully that answered your question. Um, bottom line, what we're saying is go get some therapy for either your wife or for you guys as a couple. It'll be really helpful for you guys. Okay. Hey ladies and gentlemen, love the show and truly appreciate all the advice and help. Your podcast always manages to put a smile smile on my face. I'm a 20-year-old university student from Montreal, Canada, and I have recently given up drinking alcohol due, due to personal reasons, and I have never been interested in doing any drugs or smoking. That being said, I have no problem being around other people who choose to drink and can have a great time uh, drinking my Coca-Cola. I also just recently broke up with a long-distance girlfriend and don't feel ready to invest in a full-blown-on full relationship. Do you think that my choice not to drink will hurt my chances of meeting people or hooking up with girls, or do you think it would make me seem more threatened? Keep on rocking, Alex. Mm. Well, first of all, Coca-Cola is pretty close to a drug, so I'm, <laughs> but I'm not going to preach about that. But
5: um, what do you guys think? I don't think he needs to make a big deal about it. Like initially, we just have have his drink because I think there's a there is a social barrier that when you're like oh you're not drinking, we'll have a drink. How, you know, it's that thing that's there, and it's like I don't think he should address it at first, but I don't think it should be a if, problem. If
1: he's super uptight without a drink and not fun and miserable, then it might make a difference. I don't really drink because I I would, I would drink if I if I could, but I'm just like also a pussy. Um. So, but I'm I'm easy. I can talk to anybody without a drink. So it just I think depends on his willingness to be open with or without alcohol. And,
6: and listen, buddy, you're 20 years old, so you're probably gonna start and quit drinking a bunch of times because you probably just don't know how to drink responsibly yet. Uh, but look, if you're in a college atmosphere, you're gonna be surrounded by kids who are drinking, and the the problem is is college kids are too immature. Uh, to to accept you for who you are, they always just want to point the odd man out. So if you're the odd man drinking in those situations, yeah, you're gonna have your buddies give you shit and maybe point that out. You don't know, bring up the good things like, hey, I'll be the DD tonight, and then they'll end up loving you because you'll be the DD. But yeah. look, you know, yes, you're probably not gonna be having sex with college girls that are drunk and plastered and shit like that. But But you don't want to do that. Yeah, but no, some men do, you know, but but isn't that the college experience? That's the college (laughs) experience. But you could easily find girls in other atmospheres (laughs) where people aren't just there drinking the whole time. You know,
3: if you're going to make just. Well, well, I want to hear what
0: Steve has to say.
7: Hey, man, I think more power to this cat for not drinking. I think it's drinking. great, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I've never gotten shit-faced and made great decisions. <laughs> they <That> always <laughs> led to bad decisions. Sure. So if this kid's going to keep a level head, maintain his health, and go down that road, more power to him. And if that's a, a roadblock for him to meet a quality human being, then it is what it is. I think yeah. he's going to run into like-minded people, birds of a feather flock together. You know, it doesn't mean you, you have to be the greatest person in the world or you're perfect. But birds of a flo- feather will flock together. He will be fine. Oh, I do. you Do need that, right. alcohol as a crutch, Better yeah. I've done that.
0: Yeah. You, you own it. You so have to own your personality it. and right. just, like, not let that, that, that inhibit you. And as a, as a woman, a guy who is shit-faced isn't. The oh, well, most attractive. Man I was in just the world. gonna say, I was right, never right. looking at a guy thinking like, "Oh, you're so drunk right now. Well, I can't like, wait to go home with this." You. Like, I know, guy, that wasn't my turn on. Right. <laughs> a turn yeah. off, you know, actually. if he had a drink in his hand, it felt I didn't feel weird having a drink in my hand. Right. I, that's the only thing that's uncomfortable is like for me, I don't drink that much. So if the guy I'm with isn't drinking, and then I feel like, oh my god, that's, that's what alcoholic.
5: I'm saying. Have your drink. Have I, sometimes I drink apple juice at the bar if I don't want to drink. because yeah. I like to feel like I'm. You know, yeah. there's. Are taking, yeah, you, exactly.
6: You got to be very specific here. It's it's the confidence that alcohol gives men that women are attracted to. Uh, and that's it. It's but the, the okay, but I have lots of guys this, who and, don't need the alcohol but they, confidence. They're, you start you. working on that for yourself, and you're fine. confident without the alcohol are just as sexy. That's, the, that's oh, right. The, and that's what I was saying. Sexier, gonna say. yeah.
1: yeah. The guy who doesn't worry about who's judging him is sexy.
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, Alex, I hope that answers your question. All right. Next one. Hello, ladies and Mo and Steve. He didn't know you'd be here today, but I added that in. Um, I love your podcast. I was out dancing at a restaurant opening uh, with a couple of lady friends and my cousin. During the middle of one of the sets, I just reached out my hand and snagged this waitress I had been eyeing most of the night as she was uh, cleaning a table and we danced for a little bit. It was a lot of fun and she was totally into it. Okay. And this is a very long one, so I'm going to condense his story after this so they were out dancing he snagged a girl they had a really good time Um, uh, uh, so they end up leaving and he doesn't get her number and then he decides to go back the next day but he can't find this girl She's nowhere to be seen. And He keeps going back, like every once in a while to check in. She's not. Yeah, it was called. This one's called Ghost Woman. That was the subject Mm -hmm. line. So uh, he knows, but he knows that she still works there because he talked to one of the other waitresses, and he knows that she's still there because he asked another girl, um, and she said that she does work there. So what should he do so that he doesn't become King Creepoid and freak her out? So how does he get in touch with her without freaking her out and continuously like walking into this bar every night, a restaurant? If
6: there's one person who has tabs on a hot waitress in a joint it's the bartender okay and the bartender <laughs> his job is to talk to you have a drink at the bar pull the male bartender aside and go, oh man i like this girl that was here we had a great moment when does she work next i want to come in and see her and the bartender will normally give you that information if you're not a creep
1: right i i agree it's good yeah S- semi semi but the problem is he's already gone in there so it's like if you do it if you go in once That's when you ask because it's the re-showing up that turns you into the
0: creepoid. Yeah, especially when women see this happening. (laughs) Right, because the other waiters return every single day.
1: Yeah, the waitresses will talk and they'll be like, "This guy's been in here like five times," and then you know, all of a sudden she sees your car in the parking lot. She doesn't want to go into work.
0: Right. So try to do it. it.
1: Try to do it on a first approach. If you've already been there, uh, go back to the same waitress that you talked to the first time, who might have her information. Just ask for her. Ask for her phone number or email. But would you give that out to I don't somebody? Know. I don't I don't know that I would look, give.
6: Don't go back as the creep. Oh yeah, Just I'm a bad make, friend. Make, I'd be like, Yeah, here make, it is. Make the restaurant your local spot. Make the bar your local spot. So go in there to drink and eat. Go in there with some friends to drink and eat. Just go in there to live you know, to do your fun thing instead of going to that other restaurant and then eventually you'll run into her. And then you actually won't be the creep. Everyone around there will get to know you and then they'll be like, Oh yeah, I but know that's Mike. My so much girl, work. I
7: well, it sounds a little hard up or desperate to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he yeah. saw I the that's girl. A lot of work. He, he grabbed her. They started dancing. It was a wonderful time. Seemingly, maybe not so much on her part after you know after right. thinking about it. So no, uh, she's you know, dodging
0: they, work every yeah, time. And, and, and
7: okay. maybe she got mono. She's sick. She'll be back when she gets well. You know who knows? But yeah, he doesn't need to be you know going there every single day asking yeah. everybody where yeah. the hell is this chick at. <laughs> yeah, drop it, drop where is it down with the, with the bartender, and then get out of Dodge. Mo is frequent with the place because you really like it and become a patron.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mo, is I that agree. how you your lady? Is that how you scored her? Well, he stalked her for a year. I know I, you I, did.
6: I, I worked. It took me a year to get my girl. She said no for a year, and, and then finally I said. Steve's year. like, we're not friends anymore. Well, listen. <laughs> look, I was. Steve, I, don't do
0: desperate. I used to
6: be. I used to. I could get any girl I want back in the day. So the apparently one, not. So the one girl who told me no. <laughs> listen,
7: listen, yeah. One. After six years, Yeah. <laughs>
6: Now look, the one girl
7: that told me no <laughs> was the girl
6: out. I wanted. The one girl. Uh-huh. The one girl that said no is the one I uh-huh.
5: wanted. Uh-huh. Do you want her more, though, after that. Oh, for she sure. She kept denying you and denying oh, yeah. you, and that fire was That's lit. Well, she's huh? my girl. You know, too many girls
6: like <laughs> give it up on the first night. Uh,
5: she's like, fine, I'll do
0: it. I'll be with you. Okay, Zach, I hope that answered your question. And Zach, actually, I noticed, is a cartoonist and illustrator. That's what his signature said. Oh, cute. I would love to have a cartoon of us drawn. Uh, Just oh a little, God, little note to you, Zachary. <laughs> give me big boobs. <laughs> give all of us big boobs. Okay, the next question. Give Hi. me a
7: big set of man boobs. <laughs> Exactly.
0: I am today, so that's what they call exactly. It. Hi, ladies and Mo. I know one of those um, topics you hit over and over again is loving yourself first and having the self confidence as being really sexy. However, I had a question about body hair. Well, I'm a pretty hairy guy. We have two
1: bald dark- men
0: here waiting to
5: answer this question.
4: <laughs> yeah. I got more body
1: hair. I believe that. But impressive facial hair. Here. Exactly. I a- have p- more just on this arm. Than I'm sure he does
5: over his whole body. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I got a hell of a bus show. <laughs> I'm sorry for lowering the bar, y'all. Show, please. Don't. You're not lowering the all bar all the
0: time. It's lowered all the time. Okay, so I'm a pretty hairy guy, and it's dark black hair. I have thought about using nair. Oh god, horrible. Or going to get at least my back waxed. Even worse. But I'm curious to get the female perspective on this one. What should he do?
5: Oh, I think you should take care of that back hair. But
0: with Nair or wax? I don't know. Not I don't know Nair. how this
5: works. I'm not an expert. You're okay. pretty
7: strong about this. So you just don't dig the You know what?
5: I've, okay. I was in Italy and I have a picture of it. And, the it, wrong was place like, to go and it was avoid like a hair. stuffed animal that was like coming out of his shirt, like oh. long hair, creeping up his neck. That's my and, father. And it terrified me.
0: And I think, take care of that. Oh, I know. Like when we were on vacation, when Danny. we were younger, me and my sisters were so embarrassed when we would be on the beach, he'd take off his shirt. We're like, take your shirt off. And he, and already taken it off. <laughs> it nice just had sweater. this hair. It was so gross. Yeah. Horrible. Well, What's I supposed know, to do? I mean, narrate?
1: The thing is a lot no. of guys a lot no. of guys struggle with this and I do feel I do feel for them. I know some personally that have that have struggled with this mo. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, they want to go to the beach, but they won't take their shirt off. It really stands sweating. Yeah. It just stands in the way of the having fun and loosening up. And <laughs>
0: I, I laser hair removal guys yes i was gonna say on groupon all the time there was always
5: a laser hair, yeah. hair removal but offer. yelp at first before you go in look, yes look, for sure i, I am but, a
6: man that has a ton of body hair and if it what men gotta do
5: mo can wear
6: it well you just, the, the only reason i wear <laughs> Cause a it well curler. is because i keep it under <laughs> control okay i trim it out yes. i make sure that you know it's all right i don't trim my arms out but you know the chest I make sure the back looks good. Like you just what do you do for the back? Trim. Who trims I'm your curious. back? I, you know, I just keep it short. I How? Keep, Reach around with scissors? I, I get, I get no, cl- like little, gardens. Like a, like... I feel like a clipper. and Make sure that I, I'm not a bush on my back or anything like Wait, like... Like sure that I, anything like Wait like... let
0: me. I want to feel your back. Hold on. No, no. L- turn around. Let me we're see not, this back. We're not, we're not I am really clothes. curious Take off, now. your shirt off, Mo. Listen, if
6: you come to the beach, like I invite you every Saturday. Hardly. You can see me with my shirt off. I haven't been invited.
0: Am I left out of these emails? Oh, so rude. He's
7: inviting me to the beach. You ain't asking these women to the beach? I don't want to see your hair back.
0: <laughs> so I what's our these, bottom line uh, wait, here? Our bottom line is okay. Uh, Take care of it. Don't nair, because yes. that comes back stubbly. Don't wax. You get horrible ingrown hairs and can if you do if and you do choose to painful. wax. It is really painful but it can make it very silky smooth. Um, if you do wax, you have to take care of it properly so that you don't go into the sun immediately it can turn after. It into pimples. Turns into pimples. Yeah, um, you shaven. have to exfoliate everything like constantly after so that the ingrowns don't start popping up. But if you go into the sun or into a pool shortly after you wax, you can get a horrible horrible rash. That's too much and, maintenance. Yeah, and it's way it's way too much. All I right. would say laser on Groupon. There's like ones for 60 bucks, you go in for 6 sessions and it's it's not permanent hair removal, it's permanent hair Hair reduction so you get rid of most of that but and then it the rest of it, it is out, you actually. trim like what most yeah, uh, that's my members. opinion
6: Manscaped. i think gillette's got a whole new series of manscaping and it's, they do yeah, it's whole, you know they, they have all the hot models go i like a man with hair on his chest but not on his back I like it, man. With the oh, those are commercials. Already. Oh, I don't <laughs> mock it, but they're bad yeah. commercials. We can do you. so
0: much better for those Gillette people because, uh, honestly, we we can tell these men want to do with their, with yeah, their listen,
6: hair. Listen, dude, if, if you rock the bush, okay, Burt Reynolds rocked the bush for a long time. He got a lot of chicks, okay? So
5: if you rock That you was the
1: come. 80s. That was the 80s. Let's just consider but, the era, yeah. Yes, but also, the thing is, if you are dark-skinned, I won't drag this out too long, but if you do have darker skin, it doesn't work as well because you need to have contrast for the from the hair to the skin, so that the laser can recognize it. So, if you are going to do a laser, don't go in the sun, don't get a tan, don't eat carrots. I know, I was like, no, well, you try had laser, to keep obviously. Your, try to keep your skin as light as you possibly can. Did yeah, you, did really? You
6: need your bush laser?
1: No, but I'm thinking about it.
6: <laughs> oh, so got nice. an, I've got an everything no, I'm, laser. I'm not, I'm my armpits, my bikini
0: line, everything. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Laser's amazing. It's, that- it doesn't hurt. There's a whole bunch of different kinds of lasers you can get too, but. Oh, laser has that's been my savior. A, he, I told you about my that's father. Hard. That oh, that no, passes man. on. So I had to remove all of that. And that's all the, the questions that I have. I thought we were going to talk a lot, a lot longer, but um, thank you for asking these questions, and hopefully we gave you really good answers to work with. I think we did a great job, and yeah. Steve did a phenomenal yeah. job. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, pro. I Seriously, did. you should come back more
5: often on this is show. This, is this I will
7: come back more often, especially if Mo's going to get his bush
5: lasered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's follow Mo's journey as he lasers his bush. On our we're Instagram We're going to do
7: two-for-one, you and me.
0: Done. <laughs> the 10 year journey hmm. so guys if you want to write in to have us analyze your situation uh, write into ask at askwomenpodcast.com we get a lot of emails so I'm so sorry if we didn't get to yours this week hopefully we will get to them this year uh, we, we have like hundreds of, of emails in our mailbox right now but again ask dot askwomenpodcast.com and
6: Steve where can people find you now?
7: People can find me at uh, Twitter, Steve Austin BSR, and they can check out the Steve Austin Show on PodcastOne.com and iTunes.
1: Yeah, listen to Steve's show. You're an amazing interviewer.
0: It's
7: yeah, really yeah. that's all that Kristen was talking about this yeah. morning. She you guys said, gotta come on my phenomenal. shows and oh, solve yeah. some of my oh, listeners' uh oh, problems.
4: We would love that.
7: We'll reciprocate. Me and Mo will set it up, to have you all on the show? Would love to. And I enjoyed my time here. Thank y'all for having me. We've been talking about it since we met and
0: we did yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we did, so did it. it. Wonderful. Thanks again for being on the show. So, guys, uh follow
1: us on Twitter at uh, twitter.com backslash ask women. I can ask women podcast. I, I cannot Jesus. Say, ask women podcast without
4: the Twitter. It's weird. In front of it. But can't. guys,
0: we will see you next week. Download all new episodes every Thursday, right? Every Thursday. Every yes. Thursday.
4: Bye.
3: What do Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, Jay Moore, and Steve Austin have in common with Laura Ingram and Ron Paul? Simple. They're all at podcastone.com, the place to discover podcasts for free podcasts are everything you love about talk radio except they're on demand uncensored and with you wherever you go on your tablet computer or your smartphone plus you download them so you don't need to be online to listen or use up your phone's data minutes Podcast1.com is the easiest way to discover all the podcasts you really care about that's podcastone.com this concludes another podcast1.com program